Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. Um, so we've been talking about surrender to the change every single week for the last 13 weeks. And we've been looking at the letters that Paul wrote to all these different churches. So we've been looking at this man named Paul. And we've been just entrenched with the scriptures that he's written. Now Paul started his journey on what's, a, what's called a road to Damascus. And Jesus met Paul exactly where Paul was. Paul was met by grace. Paul didn't have it all together. He tried to abide by the law. He tried to do all the good things, right? Who's with me on that? Who's tried to do all the good things? Who tried to be a good person? Paul was the best of the best. But Jesus said, you know what, Paul? Your best of the best is just not good enough. And Jesus meets Paul on the road to Damascus, and Paul's life is forever altered, forever changed. But one thing that Paul had to do Uh, Jesus didn't make that change for him, although Jesus made it very clear who he was. He is Lord of all. But Jesus left Paul for three days. He was blinded, and he was on his knees in prayer, and he had to make the decision, do I surrender to the change that Jesus is asking me to make? And so very simply, this whole semester, it's not a simple thing, guys, but very um, concisely, intentionally, we've been saying, What is us, what does it look like for us to surrender to the change? And maybe put it another way, what is the next step for us in our faith? You know, for me, one of the things that continues on is some bad habits. I remember when I was uh, in sixth grade, I would come home from basketball practice, I would run home, uh, throw all my dirty clothes into a pile in my room, and just kind of leave it there until it grew legs and haunted me in my sleep. Anybody with me on that one? Anybody have that habit of just throwing their stuff in a corner? Yeah, you guys with me, all right? Very good. I see some, you know, men in the room still, you know, some grown men raising their hands. You know, still today, I wish I could like say, hey, Uh, I'm a clean freak, and I know exactly where my stuff is and my hamper, and yet, if you ask my wife, like, I still have this tendency to just, like, rip off, like, stuff and just, like, throw it into a corner and just be done with it and move on, right? These habits continue to infest, and I've used that word intentionally, nasty, my life. You know, I think for all of us, whether it's the clothes you throw in the corner or maybe the nasty boogers that you pick and put under the seat, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the habit is that it's in your life. Hey, come on. Hey, no judgment here. No judgment. But whatever that nasty habit is, oftentimes we don't even know that we're doing it. Like a lot of times I'll be driving on the road, and you guys have seen it before. You'll be at a stoplight and you'll see some gold digger just straight up like knuckle in. And it's like, oh my goodness, what are they doing? They don't even realize they're doing it. Because 40% of what we do on a regular basis is habit. We don't even know that we're doing it, we're just doing it. Because we've always done it. And so for me, as a sixth grader, throwing my stuff in the corner, as me as a 30-year-old, throwing my stuff in the corner, my wife's like, hey, so um, I want to encourage you to pick up the animal that's in our room. Like, what are you doing? And so we just constantly are doing something that we don't want to do. And in fact, Paul says these words in Romans. He says, I do the things I don't want to do, and I don't do the things I want to do. 
And so we're all there, right? We all have those habits, those things that we just constantly are doing and we don't want to do them anymore. And that's why this thing called change is really hard. And it's not just for some of us, not just the sixth graders in the room or the fifth graders in the room that say, man, I don't know if I, I can change. It's even for the 49, the 50, the 63, the 72 year olds in the room that say, you know what, I'm right there still. And exactly where we are is exactly where God is meeting us toe to toe, knee to knee, eye to eye and saying, you know what, we have to surrender to the change. And surrender is not a fun word to use, but it's a word that we see over and over and over and over again in the scriptures. It's something that Paul didn't do just one time on the road to Damascus, but he did several times throughout his life. And that is what Jesus is calling us to. He's calling us to surrender to the change. So the question I have for you, what is that surrender for you in your life? What is that next step for you in your faith? What is Jesus calling you to surrender to? Because I'll tell you this right now. You're not old enough, young enough, wise enough, dumb enough, pretty enough, ugly enough, whatever the label is that you've put on yourself, that's not you. But who you are is a child of God. And what God is expecting of you and what God is wanting from you is to be more and more like him. So as individuals, as a student ministry, as a church body, we are called to surrender to the change, to look more and more like Jesus, to lean into his word and to say, you know what, you are enough. And you know what, your ways are better than my ways. Your, paths, your path is better than my route that I'm gonna take. So God, lead me. And Delaney said it well, we need people to surround us. We need mentors in our lives. If you look around, students in this room, you have parents. You have leaders that have invested you and will continue to invest in you, meet you where you are, and take you on this journey called faith in Jesus Christ. And it's a beautiful thing. And students, if you look to your right and your left, you'll see that you have peers, people that you're bonded together under one roof, and that is the gospel. And you have people that care deeply about you to say, you know what, I love you right where you are, and I'm going to journey with you through this. One of the ways in which we get to look at surrender to the change is every single day with our families. We get to see the change that's happening in their lives. And it's not pretty, it's messy. Grace is messy, life is messy. And we also get to see it every week with these leaders. Leaders that pour their hearts, their minds, their souls, their strength, everything into you, the students. We'll see some pictures on the screens. Leaders that have given up their... They're nights, every Wednesday night, a lot of them, they're mornings, every Sunday morning or Sunday evening uh, to be with you and to say, you know what, I want to point, point you to Jesus. I want to surrender to the change with you. I want to journey with you. And that's a beautiful thing that we get a privilege to, to be a part of, right? Um, every day we get to be a part of this change that's happening. And we're so grateful for the leaders that continue to invest in us. We're so grateful for the parents that continue to invest in us. So what I want to do right now, guys, is there's several leaders that are sprinkled throughout the room. And what I'd like to do is have the leaders stand. Leaders, would you please stand? If you've been in leadership with us, you've been journeying with students, please stand. Yep, let's do it. 
Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a time to pray for these leaders. So leaders, if you're kind of bunched up, let's go to students that are maybe your students that you've been working with. Go ahead and move now. Students, I want you to sit down, sit down, stay. Leaders will come to you, students. Leaders, go ahead and move around. Come, come back, come up here. Those in the back, come up to the front. Here's, here's what I'd like to do, guys. Parents and students, people that are around these leaders, I would like for you to take a moment right now And I'd like for you just to pray, one or two people, just to pray for these leaders, all right? Right now, circle around them. Right now, circle around them. One or two people, just pray for these leaders. Ready, go. All right, as you're wrapping up this prayer, uh, 18 months ago, guys, 18 months ago, I I became a father, a dad. And I'll tell you this right now, the greatest privilege, and Mark said this on Sunday morning, the greatest privilege that I have as a human being um, is to raise a daughter, is to, to pour into my family, is to be a minister to to Olivia and to Sherry, first and foremost. And I'll tell you this right now, um, gosh, we have a lot of parents that are in this room that care deeply about each and every one of you, uh, specifically about uh, their own child. And it is a tough task. And I think back on those days growing up as a squirrely fifth grader all the way through a rebellious high schooler. And I'm just so grateful for 
not just my mom and dad. My mom and dad did a great job. But I'm also grateful for men and women that surrounded me, that pointed me to Jesus, that stood in the gap where my parents couldn't. Um, and were there to, to partner with my parents when they, they actually had it right. And so what I'd like to do in the same fashion is have parents stand. Uh, and this, this could be a little awkward, but we want to make it as awkward as possible. Um, and I want, I want for us to pray for you, for the work that you continue to do, the investment that you have in students' lives. So, stu- so parents, stand. And students and leaders, let's pray for these parents. Let's take some time to get on our knees and to surrender together. Let's go. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.